0: Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live
1: audience. We're
0: at 701 uh, East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin, at the Brink Lounge. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner.
2: Oh, hi. Just putting my pen away here. Thank you all for coming tonight. We are excited to have... Mr. Michael Miller, back on the show, his second second show here, Michael Miller.
3: I'm a little tipsy, Lipping up your neck. Off your hook bait sipping up your spell the one that makes me dizzy and happy to forget I'm your little fishy in your head But then you throw me back Up your neck, stripping off your hook bait, sipping up your spell, and then you throw me back, me back after all. You're real, man. Again, after you just cut me out, me out, just to watch my.
2: Michael Miller. Well, Michael, thanks so much for coming back. We had you were on the show uh, last November. Yes. Looking in my record book. That is true. You've been crisscrossing the country since then. Um, I finished
3: crisscrossing, and now I'm just crissing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crossing. I mean, I'm in the middle.
2: So yeah. after this Chris I'll cross back. I'm glad you mm-hmm. clarified that. Yeah, I wasn't paying very much attention in like uh, uh, geometry. I think that would, falls under the. I don't know. I, I take that back. I'm sorry. Uh, you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> but you are. You're from. Uh, you're living on the outskirts of uh, of L. A.
3: Yes. Right now. Yeah. Just outside of L. A. Far enough. Far enough. <laughs> Far enough. Yeah. LA. Yeah. And
2: you can hear the. You can hear the waves.
3: And I can hear the waves, yes. Amen, yeah. Well, I mean, not right now. <laughs> but when I'm in my bed at
2: home, yes, right. I can hear the waves. Yeah. See, people are getting a good picture of who you are now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad so you, sorry. I'm glad you're clarifying that. No, I really am. You,
0: you don't carry a conch shell with no. you, you know, so you can hear them when you're away?
3: That's a really good idea, actually. Um, so I've been out for five weeks, and I've got four more weeks to go, okay. and all of this land in between... Is it's really far away from the ocean, and so it does uh, it does start to be painful to not be near the ocean.
2: I remember last time you were here; it's November, and so we're kind of getting set up for winter here in Wisconsin at that yeah. point. Now it's spring, and uh, and I remember you asking, you're like, "Why do you guys live here?" <laughs> you know, because I mean it's really a, a particularly crappy day, as I recall. <laughs> Other than you being here, that was not crappy; That was beautiful. Um, I was I was re- really stricken by uh, we we play your, your uh, CD on our show a lot of times between sets and things it's one of our one of our favorite albums and uh, the cast on your on your most recent CD I made you up is just a stellar cast um, we talked about it the last show too but just we want to I want to reiterate this this is a, an amazing cast you sound great solo but this album well thanks. And this album is not (laughs) overpowering at all. It's like it has all these incredible players on here. Just to list a few here, uh, drummer Brendan Buckley from Damien Rice and Shakira. Dan Rothschild plays with Fiona Apple and Sheryl Crow and Beck. I mean, this is the high caliber of players you're playing with. Uh, Guitarist Eric Haywood plays with the Pretenders, Sunvolt. Just a um, a notable uh, guitarist, Lyle Workman, uh, one of uh, Beck's big, well-known for playing with Beck and Stang and Jellyfish. Uh, but they're all they're all playing with all these major artists, um, and you produced by yourself and uh, and Buckley. Yep, me and Brennan. Brennan. Yep. And yeah, it's a longer
3: story, but yes. Part of the part of the record was done with. There was a another friend who produced the last record with me, and his name is Joe Anji, and he moved away. He moved away to New York <laughs> and so we kind of dropped things for a while and when Brendan came on and he was, Brendan was there at the beginning but he just, he wanted to get things going and so we kept it moving and did the rest of it by ourselves. Right. It's not a very exciting story
2: but <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, it's just interesting to see how this all comes together though. I mean a lot of these people who are playing with these very well-known groups, a lot of obviously living and Al- out working in LA and kind of tend to know each other and, and go on tour with each other and yeah. such. So when you start to get in with that crowd and you're a great songwriter, just sort of is it that easy? I mean does it does well, this happen? Or? It
3: should be that easy. It's mostly yeah. a bunch of friends and yeah. we love playing together and we've been and when I play in Los Angeles, they usually will come and play along, depending on yeah. who's in town, it kind of rotates around, but um, so they'll play, but they're just, yeah, they're too unavailable to go on these long winded trips, mm-hmm. and um, so it's quite great, yeah, to have all, and and they all love to play with each other as well, so it's kind of a fun for everybody to get to see who's going to be on the next show. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if this matters, uh, we recorded it at the New Monkey Studios in, it's also just outside of LA, and that's where uh, used to be Elliot Smith, his studio. Okay. I don't know if anybody knows who that is. Stab. Yeah. And <laughs> it was quite something uh, after Elliot left us. Uh, he there was this. It was almost like a museum of just amazing gear that he collected. He was kind of a freaky collector of weird analog and vintage and just crazy great equipment and. When he was gone, his family was gonna cut it all up and sell it off and break it apart and and a couple of friends of mine, they, you know, said, Please, please don't. We will get this from you. So they bought this CD, this studio and it's just a it's a wonderful studio, it's amazing. And those guys really took it up to the next notch. I mean there were some things that were in disrepair and they mm-hmm. fixed it all up and Kind of preserved it, sort of like you would I guess a museum, and they they really did they were very serious about kind of preserving the Elliot Smith yeah uh, name in that as well
0: and you got to use a lot of that stuff then
3: yeah, and just to use all of his equipment and yeah. he was a well, he was a freaky collector of different microphones too, and so we spent a couple of days even just trying out all these different microphones, yes. and it's so subjective because everyone's voice is different and so it reacts differently to different microphones and finding the very right one was such a thrill and a breakthrough and and I had to go out and find one myself because it was just we found just the right one that he already had and they don't they didn't make this particular one anymore so I had to really spend a couple months just trying
2: to track one down. Oh, just to have for Just your, to have for so myself. And then, I, and then later on, it? for
3: other recordings, you know, I always yeah. have that mic with me. What is it? Do you mind if I, is it a yeah. s- secret uh, weapon? It's a, dang it.
2: <laughs> if I hadn't asked, I yeah, know. It's
3: I a, uh, what is it? It's a Sound Deluxe U95. Oh, okay. I think it's.
0: Is it a ribbon mic? or
3: No, actually. And it's not a hugely expensive one. Okay. But it's just, it was so tough because they just don't make them anymore. And, um, so it was a little treasure hunt in right. itself,
1: yeah.
2: I, I love that when it's not actually necessarily the most expensive piece of gear that does it, that has the sound you know that you're looking for. Yeah, sometimes it can be this just really strange, you know we love that. We love that, we love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so get the album, that's what we're saying. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah yeah.
0: You want to play something for us?: mm-hmm. All right.
3: Uh, This is a miserable song (laughs) that uh, it's about, sort of about getting a Dear John letter on your birthday. This is called Monkey. Monkey you'd fall in love with any So you won't fall in love with me But yesterday you swore I was your superhero And hummed our favorite theme song melody That sing
1: love.
3: A revelation Now you're loaded Like a steely drunk revolver Your epiphany You swung it round Like a sun umbrella But you suffocate The light inside of you Sing Honey, please sing sing Honey, please sing But it's April Fool's Day Every day And I flame And I deserve to burn slowly So
1: please
2: Space is a lovely thing. Uh,
3: it cracks me up because that song, you know, repeats, it's April Fool's Day. hmm And there's some kind of tricky, uh, it's not intended as a put on. But, uh, <laughs> right. And that is my birthday, April Fool's
2: Day. Oh, my God. How does that work out? You it's know... A pretty, it's I, a better day to have a, your birthday on than uh, some other days, I imagine.
0: It is, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did your family play jokes on you as a child? Not
3: really. They weren't that keen on that stuff. I think it turned out that I was the one that always played the pranks on everybody. My sister makes up these crazy stories about all these pranks that I played on her, but I don't remember most of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I think... I have noticed that a lot of my songs do have kind of underlying little double meanings and April Fool bits in them, so probably it does kind of uh, get embedded in the
2: songs that way. I like this on the website, you're talking about writing songs when you were very young, at the age of six, and uh, that your best friend of you guys, and you two would make up silly theme songs about your kids and the kids in the neighborhood.
3: Yes, they're cruel.
2: Songs Did they know this? Did the they... kids on the street? Yeah.
3: You mean now or then? No, then. Then, oh yes, we sang them very loud and proud. Uh, <laughs> and I would, should I just, It's, I don't know if it's that interesting of a story, but one of the, uh, they'll never hear this. So, one of the family's <laughs> names was the Stevens that lived at the end of the street. And I don't even remember why they got such, a bad time from us, but we always call them the Stinky Stevens. <coughs> and so our song was the Stinky Stevens Stinks A Lot. That was one of the songs. <laughs> and all these years later, I ran into these friends who did live across the street and who had, who was very much a part of this. And it was at a wedding and the wives of the other guys, uh, or the friend who wrote the Stinky Stevens, they were, they, and I hadn't seen them for years, and the wives came, they said, oh, you're Michael? Oh, the Stinky Stevens. And they all know Stinky <laughs> Stevens still. So it was hooky yeah. and
2: memorable, there which I'm go. very proud of. And that's on I Made You Up. No, I'm <laughs> just <that>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The B-sides. The B-sides, yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Do you kind of miss- like to hear that. Yeah. But you're like no, we're not gonna not, no, no huh? not probably gonna not happen. Have to pay yeah. somebody extra, okay. Okay. royalties or something. I, I
2: I miss that about LPs though. That you did have a B side mm. and it kind of meant something, you know.
3: Well, on singles too. I mean, yeah. there yeah. was always the single, like I know that was way before I was born. But they had these, I hear that yeah, they 40. had these 45 right. singles, and it was known as. The B-side. The B-side. Yeah.
2: And, and I don't know, and it can tell a lot about a person, it's like, what, what do they want to listen to? It's like, I generally like to listen to the B-side first because I find that th- that's usually the quirkier stuff. Yeah, You know? That's right. And you just never know and I end up liking that stuff. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's do another. All right. Um,
3: Hmm. This is sort of a happy song. I... I'm surprised to be saying that.
0: All right. This
3: is called Million Lonely People. people who believe in all the reasons you are loved
1: I am still
3: Believe in all the reasons you are loved.
1: You are.
3: swells of tears and let this day go past you are
2: pressure in the room?
0: They don't anymore. It's gone.
2: It's, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. I love a, a song that makes your heart rate just go right down. Feels good. Uh, you, have a, you have a very fun blog on your website. And uh, do you mind me sharing one of these things? I wanted to- I,
3: I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I just... I forget, sometimes I forget that that is on there. Sometimes yeah. in different cities, someone will come up and go, wow, so you yeah. had three pieces of watermelon? Oh, man, that was a great story. <laughs> and I totally forget that
2: I even wrote it sometimes, yeah. and, but please, go. But it's, this is better than Twitter, though. Oh, yes. I mean, right. it, it's not in real time, and you can kind of reflect a little bit. Yes, that's true. I, I like this story, and I hope you don't mind me relating this. But I thought this is—I thought this was great uh, about this. Um, well, for starters, about your your posters, you have these beautiful posters that you make. You hand paint them, and uh, you are and you are an artist, and and you have uh, you actually have done lines of, uh, of of greeting cards that are really interesting, and you can see on your some of your merchandise on the, True. On the shirts, etc. And uh, I can just picture your place. You're talking about painting these posters and having them hanging all over and drying on close lines and, and a neighbor walking by who you haven't met. Or you, you know him, but they haven't uh, interacted really before. Oh, yeah. It's a long-time neighbor. Been long-time neighbor. Long-time neighbor. But we never really talked about music. I don't, I wasn't,
3: I'm never sure if he even knows about my music. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, uh, and so you had this connection. He said, oh, what are you doing? And you related the story about what you do. And, uh, and then got curious and asked about the album, right? And so you give him an album to listen to, and he's excited, and he went, goes home, and you hear him blasting it on his stereo. It's so like, cool. And, uh, okay. Not only did he blast it, he's a, he's a real, uh,
3: I don't know what you call it, a something-phobe. A uh,
0: germaphobe?
3: Not a germaphobe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's He collects and uses these 60s and 70s old uh, oh, it's the audio, fi- audio, audio file. F- file, yes. Yeah. So, so not only, and like with vacuum tubes, and he yeah. has all these things that he's very proud of, and yeah. so when he does play his music, I mean, it's so loud that it just goes out through the whole neighborhood. <laughs> and this particular morning, my morning, it was about 12 noon,
2: yeah.
3: uh, this particular morning, you know, it's completely silent, quiet throughout the neighborhood, and... So when he plays his music it's super loud. So as soon as he went upstairs he cranked it and so I'm hearing my record crank through the neighborhood. And
2: okay, and here's the punchline. Well, so he goes off he's excited about this and then about that goes on for about 30 seconds and then you hear him he changes the the track. And then you hear another 30 seconds of another track and he skips around and pretty soon you've seen, you see you hear silence. And then he comes over, right? And uh says, "Hey, this is really great. Your songs are so serious and you sound like John Lennon." I mean, I mean that's and that's a compliment, that right? was A, compliment, a wonderful yes. compliment. Then he went back and put on BB King.
3: Yes. Yeah, okay.
2: So, the point was yeah, he only got through four
3: songs, 30 seconds each. Yeah. And then he brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was touched before he played my
2: right. Um. <laughs> Be- I gotta admit,
0: I always kind of wonder that when we give our neighbors our recordings.
2: <laughs> they go, "Oh, thanks!" Thank yeah, th- th- you. That it might be like a, uh, um, um, a pound cake. What, what is the thing you, you trade around at Christmas?
0: Oh, uh,
3: fruit cake. Fruit cake. Thank you. Yeah. My um, album is the fruit cake that people pass around.
2: No, I'm not re-gift. saying that. No, I, I take no, that no, I think back. Ours no, no are, ours are. are, though, ours not yours. Not no, yours. No, all right. no, no, I take that back. <laughs> we don't have a blog on our website for exactly can this reason. You my album. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're not. We have actually play it all the time. It's awesome. Um, you have some great, very interesting gigs coming up here. I, I've, um, I marvel at the... I would just go to these, not only to see you, but just Stats in San Diego. That's cool. Gypsy oh, Den. is that
0: like a vampire place?
2: It, probably. No. No. Oh. <laughs> no. I wonder
3: why not. I only pause because people do accuse me of being a vampire sometimes. Oh. oh. Okay.
0: What's your response? Um...
3: This is a family show, right? More or less. Uh, no, I'm very pleased that they keep track of my night hours.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's safe- a good response. It's safer to get up at noon, is what you're saying. Yes. Yes.
3: Well, and some, and I can go for. This is being recorded, isn't it? <laughs> um, I can go for days sometimes. Even though I live on the beach, yeah. uh, I will sometimes I just stay inside. Why am I telling this? <laughs> I stay inside, and I, I can, even though I can hear the waves, you know, I, I stay indoors, and so I can go for days at a time without seeing the sunlight. <laughs>
2: There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you're in California, I think I would avoid the sunlight after a while, too.
3: Well, yeah, just knowing it's there, though. Psychologically, yeah. it's still right. important. Yeah.
0: But you still could be a vampire. And...
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, but okay. what, what I'm saying is I, I, like like prob- I possibly could be.
0: Uh-huh.
2: We like that mystery how about you. We're yeah. with you, man. Hey, how was South by Southwest?
3: Oh, that was really great. Um, that was my first time playing there, playing at it, and yeah. um, I got to play with some really great people. I was very yeah. pleased to be on their bill, their schedule, and um, it went over really well. I uh, converted some strangers, made some strangers cry, and... Uh, it was just a it, it was it was almost everything that I imagined it was supposed to be. Just much I know friends have done it and told me yeah. about it. So it was kind of like a Mardi Gras uh New Orleans big huge party where people just uh just uh you know, debauchery everywhere. <laughs> and um it goes on for a week, yeah, a week.
2: And if so. people don't know this, South by South was a big music conference in Austin, Texas yes. every summer. I forgot about that part, yeah.
3: yes. And um, so I kind of just got in and got out, because I had yeah. other days to play, but there are others who can stay the entire time
2: and just give in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been there a couple times, different different groups. Um, there was it kind of
0: the... sounds like the Folk yeah. Alliance, have you ever... I've not done one,
2: one of those. Oh. I need to oh, get that. Yeah, very well, like, interesting.
0: It's South by Southwest. I don't know It. Hmm? I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. But, Go for it. Um, South by Southwest is a little hipper in a certain sense that if you walk around with your smile on your face, they think you're on something. But at the Folk Alliance, they... Uh,
2: they know you're they on something. They get
0: used something. to it after <laughs> seeing you for a couple of days. Wow! Yeah,
2: you know? it, it, it is cool but, though.
0: And they don't care they don't if you're care. on something.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, never mind. That's an interesting yeah, one. I, I never thought of it that
2: way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Would you like to do a song?
2: <laughs> How's that for a lead-in? That's a I'm great build-up. Yeah, thank I, you. I, thank you.
3: And that's why I wrote this next song. All right. Uh, this song <laughs> is. Uh, I haven't really played this this whole tour, so I'm kind of anxious to hear it. Um, I mean, I'm doing this for you guys, a special treat, and I wanted to hear you guys play with on this song. Cool. This is called Between Us and Them. you up. In the morning when your heart wakes and is climbing into mine let your tears hide On my shoulder Let the day break Open wide Let the day break Open wide I made you up Every dream seems real Before it fades away, I'd like to change your mind But it doesn't matter how I feel, if you're still pretending Shines around you You can hear real before it fades away i'd like to change your mind but it doesn't matter how i feel if you're still pretending dream seems real before it fades away I'd like to change your
1: mind
3: but it doesn't matter how I feel if you're still pretending "Mm, I made you up every dream But it doesn't matter how I feel when you're still pretending, and you're still pretending I'd like to change.
0: I gotta say, I love your t-shirts for this, I made you up. Because you know, when you're
2: wearing it and people go,
0: what?
3: They think you're the coolest thing ever, and they don't even know why.
2: (laughs) Did you do the artwork on that cover too?
3: Yes. Yeah. Mostly it's just because I can't afford the real big guys, so I have to do it all myself.
2: It doesn't matter. Hey, what is your porn star name, by the way? (laughs) How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what? where that came from. I don't. I'm sorry. I mean, that was man. Was that there? just came
3: right out of left field. That's a good no. line, though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna try that.
2: <laughs> the reason? Uh, I... Okay.
3: Should I do? I do. I.
2: We don't tell have to. My, no. I don't want to tell my. No.
3: I won't tell what my porn star name is publicly, at least recorded. Kay. But I'll tell you the, the story behind it. Yeah. Uh, because it has a good little punch sting to it. Um, I sometimes when I'm not playing music, I get to travel and goof off and when I'm not goofing off or no, that's not true. When I am goofing off also I also get to do some art and doodles and I draw uh, cards for Hallmark and some other card lines. And there was a time when Hallmark is they cut? They fired their VPs and some other senior people who are my biggest fans, the art fans. And they said they brought in their more Hallmark guys, and then they cut most of my line and said it was due to I was too irreverent, or it was or they were reassessing their taste guidelines, something like that. <laughs> oh, no. That was that's the kind of letters they send, and. So then they, But then they asked, well, what well, we'd like you to still draw. And at the time, I was doing all the art and all the, it was my, it was everything. I was my writing and everything. So they said, well, we want you to do the art, but for our writers. And I just knew it was going to be the crappiest grocery store grandma Hallmark crap ever. <laughs> and so I said, well, I'll, I'll be happy because they were going to still pay the same money. And I said, Well, I'll do it, but I want to use my pseudonym because, and they knew about my music stuff, and so I kind of played that music card and said, I want to make sure, I just want to keep my art and my music separate. Anyway, so I use my porn star name for the the byline. And so it's really cool to get to see my porn star name in all
2: these stores and all this. So you have to go to uh, Walgreens. Yeah. To check that out, right? yeah,
3: and we're at Barnes and Noble, and yeah. oh, I shouldn't be using, I should giving any oh, of these guys oh, credit. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> oh. edit that. No, we aren't. yeah, fight the man, and <laughs> uh, so then now this story I've never told, and this is gonna be recorded uh, later on. Uh, Hallmark, they put out one of my cards, but they had their artists uh, redraw it or half of it, like they drew on, they drew a balloon on it and really cheesed it out and then changed the whole gag and everything. They made it some sappy, horrible, not funny thing. And then they even, and they tried to mimic my handwriting everything. and everything. And then on the back side, they used my porn star name, which was correct. But on the front, they left my name on the front. And I was really upset because it kind of outed me or outed my porn star. And I told them they had to pull these off the shelf. And there is a really very fine legal line that they are allowed to do that. It's called derivative art, and they can do whatever they want. But uh, they didn't even tell me tell me about it. And so they did this, but it they used it beyond the expiration date. Like they have so many months before they have to use it, or it reverts back to. The artist, and uh, anyway, so they had passed that up, and they realized, oh, they really blew it. Like they had nothing; they were ready to just. Their lawyers were ready to just, you know, knock. Yes, you know, s- what is that? Sweep me away. Sweep you, yeah. And so they were very upset about it, and they said, "Well, we'll just sell off our what we have in the stores now, and you know, we'll burn the rest in the warehouse." And I said, "No, I want you to take everything out. You have to get rid of everything." And so we argued a lot back and forth, and they. They were pissed off, and I've never worked with them again. <laughs> they did get rid of the cards, but they were very upset about it. And it was their mistake, but they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't uh, stand by their artist, stand by their man.
2: And now and that's there, out there. And yeah. therein
3: lies the story yeah. of the porn star. <laughs> so I do have, yeah, something to fall back on, at least. All right. Oh, we have time for One more. Right, one more yeah. Let's do it. okay mm-hmm. um. all right here's a song about free love this is called carolina skyline anyone can see the glorious scenery just beyond the hemline on the outskirts of the countryside
2: a lot guys Mr. Michael Miller thank you so much for coming definitely go to michaelmillercrusade.com michaelmillercrusade.com find out more about where he's got he some very interesting shows coming up all over the Midwest and then back out east in the spring down south and, uh, and all over the place So thank you all for coming here tonight to Mad Toast Live. Special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear's Sound, front of house engineer and podcast producer. Excellent. Thanks to the Brink Lounge, WRT 89.9 FM, right here in Madison, Wisconsin, and
0: W-O-R-T-H-D.
2: So come to madtoastlive.com and visit the podcast directory of iTunes and listen to us on WRT 89.9 when you're here in town.
0: From 12 to 2 on Fridays.
1: Ouch.
2: Thank you for coming.